Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 382. What is thy birthright, man, child of the perfect one? What is thy father's plan for his beloved son? Hymn number 382. The scriptural will be given by Wendy from Georgia. Isaiah, ye are my witnesses, said the Lord, that I am God. Psalms, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the path of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, upon the son of man whom thou madest strong for thyself. Mm -hmm. 
Let's now have a moment of silent prayer <clears throat> and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable One, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 121. How blessed are they whose hearts are pure. From guile their thoughts are free. To them shall God reveal himself. They shall his glory see. Hymn number 121.
Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, where we discuss this week's lesson and other topics that need to be taken up and learn how to put into practice this very practical and wonderful science, Christian science. And we had another good one this morning, so if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And it will also be available on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday morning. And that Sunday school is available for children anywhere. It has its own teleconference number. And many of our students who don't live in the area participate by calling in on the phone. And that means that you too, if you don't live in the area, if you have a child of Sunday school age that would like to attend, call us, we'll give you the number, and we'd be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives transformed through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers, so you can bring the whole family. We have several websites, most of which are in languages other than English. And these websites send the very finest Christian science literature to all parts of the world so that many people around the world can find the pure truth of Christian science in their own language. And we are, everything that we offer on our websites is free. It doesn't cost anything. You don't have to join anything. Just log on and find the right language for you. And uh, you will find a great deal of wonderful Christian science help. The, uh, one of the articles that I'd like to mention that's featured on our English website is an excerpt from an article by Mary Baker Eddy entitled, The Man of Integrity. Short, but very to the point and very helpful. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are participating and listening from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from the chapter entitled Fruitage in the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. And this reading this morning will be given by Matt from Kentucky. Page 609, The True Physician Found. It is with a deep sense of gratitude that I send the particulars of my healing through Christian science. 
While visiting friends in the southwestern part of Ontario about three years ago, my attention was called to Christian science and the wonderful healing it was doing. I had lived in New York for 25 years, but had never heard of Christian science before, to my recollection. Up to that time, for 17 years, I had suffered with indigestion and gastritis in the worst form, often being overcome from a seeming pressure against the heart. I had asthma for four years, also had worn glasses for four years. It seemed to me that I had swallowed every known medicine to relieve my indigestion, but they only gave me temporary benefit. I purchased a copy of Science and Health, and simply from the reading of that grand book, I was completely healed of all my physical ailments in two weeks' time. I have used no medicine from that day to this, and with God's help and the wonderful light revealed to me through the reading of Mrs. Eddy's book, I never expect to again. I used to smoke eight or ten cigars a day and also took an occasional drink. But the desire for these has gone, I feel, forever. I travel on the road and am constantly being invited to indulge, but it is no effort to abstain. And in many instances, I find that my refusal helps others. While I fully appreciate the release from my physical troubles, this pales into insignificance in comparison with the spiritual uplifting Christian science has brought me. I had not been inside a church for more than 10 years to attend regular services until I entered a Christian science church. What I saw and realized there seemed so genuine that I loved Christian science from the very start. I have never taken a treatment. Every inch of the way has been through study and practical demonstration. And I know that all can do the same thing if they will try. Since I have been in science, I have overcome a case of ulcerated tooth in one night through the reading of science and health. Also, a severe attack of grip in 36 hours by obeying the scripture saying, Physician, heal thyself. BHN, New York, New York. The Bible and the Christian Science textbook are our only preachers. We shall now read scriptural texts and their correlative passages from our textbook. These comprise our sermon. The canonical writings, together with the word of our textbook, corroborating and explaining the Bible texts in their denominational spiritual import and application to all ages, past present and future, constitute a sermon undivorced from truth, uncontaminated or fettered by human hypotheses, and authorized by Christ. And the lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 20 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Man. The golden text is from Psalms. Mark the perfect man, and behold the upright, 
for the end of that man is peace. The responsive reading is from Psalms. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Florence from Georgia will now read. I will read from the Bible, Psalm. Praise ye the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, which made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever, which executed judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry, the Lord loseth the prisoners. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. The Lord preserveth the strangers. He relieveth the fatherless and widow. But the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. The Lord shall reign forever, even thy God, O Zion, unto all generations. Praise ye the Lord. John. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents? that he was born blind. Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me 
while it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay, and said unto him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way therefore and washed and came seeing. The neighbors therefore, and they which before had seen him that he was blind, said, Is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He is like him. But he said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes opened? He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed and I received sight. Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified and God is glorified in him. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Romans. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities 
nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Psalm. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. That the word of Christ dwelling you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Carol will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. As a drop of water is one with the ocean, a ray of light one with the sun, even so, God and man, Father and Son, are one in being. The scripture reads, For in him we live and move and have our being. Jesus of Nazareth taught and demonstrated man's oneness with the Father. And for this we owe him endless homage. His mission was both individual and collective. He did life's work aright, not only in justice to himself, but in mercy to mortals, to show them how to do theirs, but not to do it for them, nor to relieve them of a single responsibility. 
Knowing that soul and its attributes were forever manifested through man, the master healed the sick, gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, feet to the lame, thus bringing to light the scientific action of the divine mind on human minds and bodies, and giving a better understanding of soul and salvation. Jesus healed sickness and sin by one and the same metaphysical process. Heredity is not a law. The remote cause or belief of disease is not dangerous because of its priority and the connection of past mortal thought with present. The predisposing cause and the exciting cause are mental. Perhaps an adult has a deformity produced prior to his birth by the fright of his mother. When wrested from human belief and based on science or the divine mind, to which all things are possible, that chronic case is not difficult to cure. It is ignorance and false belief based on a material sense of things which hides spiritual beauty and goodness. Understanding this, Paul said, neither death nor life nor things present nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. This is the doctrine of Christian science, that divine love cannot be deprived of its manifestation or object, that joy cannot be turned into sorrow, for sorrow was not the master of joy. That good can never produce evil. That matter can never produce mind, nor life result in death. The perfect man, governed by God, his perfect principle, is sinless and eternal. Harmony is produced by its principle is controlled by it and abides with it. Divine principle is the life of man. Man's happiness is not, therefore, at the disposal of physical sense. Truth is not contaminated by error. Harmony in man is as beautiful as in music, and discord is unnatural unreal. The science of music governs tones. If mortals caught harmony through material sense, they would lose harmony if time or accident robbed them of material sense. To be master of chords and discords, the science of music must be understood. Left to the decisions of material sense, music is liable to be misapprehended and lost in confusion.
controlled by belief instead of understanding, music is, must be, imperfectly expressed. So man, not understanding the science of being, thrusting aside his divine principle as incomprehensible, is abandoned to conjectures, left in the hands of ignorance, placed at the disposal of illusion, subjected to material sense, which is discord. A discontented, discordant mortal is no more a man than discord is music. A picture in the camera or a face reflected in the mirror is not the original, though resembling it. Man, in the likeness of his maker, reflects the central light of being, the invisible God. As there is no corporeality in the mirrored form, which is but a reflection, so man, like all things real, reflects God, his divine principle, not in a mortal body. God, without the image and likeness of himself, would be a non-entity or mind unexpressed. He would be without a witness or proof of his own nature. Spiritual man is the image or idea of God, an idea which cannot be lost nor separated from its divine principle. When the evidence before the material senses yields to spiritual sense, the apostle declared that nothing could alienate him from God, from the sweet sense and presence of life and truth. Man cannot be separated for an instant from God if man reflects God. Thus, science proves man's existence to be intact. In Colossians 3, verse 4, Paul writes, When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, be manifested, then shall ye also appear, be manifested, with him in glory. When spiritual being is understood in all its perfection, continuity, and might, then shall man be found in God's image. The absolute meaning of the apostolic words is this, then shall man be found in his likeness, perfect as the Father, indestructible in life, hid with Christ in God, with truth in divine love, where human sense hath not seen man. The time cometh when the spiritual origin of man, the divine science, which ushered Jesus into human presence, will be understood and demonstrated. Man is the reflection of God or mind, and therefore is eternal, that which has no separate mind from God, that which has not a single quality underived from deity. 
that which possesses no life, intelligence, nor creative power of his own, but reflects spiritually all that belongs to his maker. God, the divine principle of man, and man in God's likeness are inseparable, harmonious, and eternal. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 161. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. It matters not what be thy lot, so love doth guide. For storm or shine, pure peace is thine, whate'er be tide. Hymn number 161.
Let's now sing hymn number 48. Dear Father, Mother, Thou dost grant all good and perfect gifts to me. Tis mine to raise this beacon here, obedience unto Thee. Hymn number 48. from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passages from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. 
And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.